Lightning McQueen over here. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is exciting. This is our first guest. Yes. Let's introduce ourselves. Yes. And then we always forget to do that. We always to all of our listeners and including uh, Joseph, we only ever introduce ourselves about twenty five minutes into the podcast because <laughs> we're like, <laughs> so, yeah, wait we're a so minute. bad at it. Um, um, you want to start? Hello, everyone. My name is Skylar Hoke, aka Hotchkey Online. Uh, my name is Grayson Smith, aka Rhythmic Soup. Howdy, it's me, Noah, uh, also known as Noah A. Smith. Uh, follow me, thank you. And today we we we've got a very exciting podcast. Our first guest, Joseph Polito, uh, also known as King of the Classroom on YouTube. Um, he's here. Yeah, we're just gonna talk uh, talk about his YouTube journey, and then also we're gonna talk a little bit about gaming and education, and and what the future looks like, and what what. Uh, What's going on there? So, uh, Hotchkey, Skyler, I don't, that's the first time I've ever used you. That was weird. Game that was game weird. Tag and no, I, really I, I, kinda, I, I was into that. it. I, I didn't like that. That made me uncomfortable. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I want to go home now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, first off, I just have to admit I'm a little nervous for this podcast. Why? I'm like Why? starstruck. It's like a celebrity. Oh, celebrity. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, starstruck. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> king of the classroom over yes. here. Yeah. King is mm. in the title. <laughs> so. There we go. Bow. Bow to the king. A little bit of just basic background. And then, Joseph, I want your perspective as far as what you do. But uh, Joseph is here today. He is a content creator for YouTube specifically, mm-hmm. um, and he is in education. And I know a lot of our listeners are going, Skylar, I'm here for the games. What does gaming have to do with education? Well, we hope to talk about it quite a bit and how uh, gaming and education, we predict there will be a marriage in the future. We'll get to that later. Right now, Joseph, I just want to hear from you a little bit about what you do and what your channel is about. Fantastic. So I am an elementary educator. A lot of people, it's either elementary or secondary. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I was going through school, I was having to do, you already have to plan a lot of lesson plans when you're going through everything. So I wanted to start something that would benefit me when I had a classroom. So once I graduated, something I could continue to use. um, And I wanted it to be on a public platform in which Mm -hmm. it was free to access to anyone, uh, regardless of um, like the socioeconomic status of the student, if they had a lot of money, a little bit of money where they were born, mm-hmm. whatsoever. I wanted it to be an equal opportunity sort of thing. Um, and I was already having to purchase uh, copious amounts of books, ridiculous money. Mm. Picture books are like $20 a pop. <laughs> sure. Wow. Um, Goodness. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was quite surprised too. I was like, oh, okay. Um, but when we were so- kids, we didn't think about that. No. I was just yeah. reading Clifford Bedrack Dog. I wasn't thinking that he had a price tag. $20 a pop there. Yeah, goodness. Yeah, so it was very uh, very eye-opening once I started spending all that money. I was like, well, maybe it's something that can also bring in a little pretty penny too. Like to help me out with the classroom, uh, all of the funds that I've raised through YouTube have gone directly back into my classroom mm. uh, to then just purchase more literature, uh, purchase classroom materials. As everyone knows, you're not a millionaire, be, uh, like being a teacher, like it's a, yeah. uh, it's what? like a career of the heart. So you got absolutely yeah, an eye opener for me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're not all rich guys. We're not all rich. <laughs> um, I hope to be rich one day though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the richest educator. That is the goal. There you go. I love that. <laughs> That's so um, cool. So you touched on, and I love this so much, and you're a perfect first guest for us. Your main mission there you touched on is accessibility. Exactly. For for people of all status, that's just another parallel as to why you're such a great guest and such a great fit for this podcast is that's 
the let's game mission that's mm-hmm. gaming yeah. for all yeah part of that includes outside of gaming making sure the world is a more accessible place and you do that every day and we love you for that um specifically i want to get into your content creation you mentioned picture books what does i go to king of the classroom what am i looking at on your page what videos are you putting out there awesome question so currently what you're looking for and i'm assuming we're going to talk about this a little bit later Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um my channel is going through an interesting sort of transition Mm -hmm. um so i used to have 40 plus videos of read alouds um, and just due to some copyright reasons, a lot of those things had to get taken off. Yep. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm, so I'm. It's called niche jumping, and I'm sure you all are aware. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you, we started out doing events. Yes. <laughs> Let's game yeah. was. Yeah. yeah, I worked yeah. on a website for six months. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. So I'm niche jumping, um, and I was in the read aloud category. So that was mm-hmm. my sort of uh, demographic of people I was pushing my content towards. Um, students and educators to then show their students and yeah. parents to uh, to show their children. Mm-hmm. That's um, awesome. And now it is tailored more towards a older audience, and I'm doing that through creating STEM videos. Um, and STEM stands for uh, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Mm. Um, so I'm doing a lot of science-based activities. Yeah. Um, and I'm also still focusing on the it's accessible to everyone. Of so course. a lot yeah. of the experiments mm-hmm. I'm posting and doing. Um, are are conducted or performed with materials most students have in their house. Household um, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Household materials. And then if they don't have the materials, they're very cheap to buy. Yeah. Um, so cool. there's still that that push towards making it mm-hmm. accessible for everyone. Because no one likes watching any content that you just know you can't afford anything. Of course. Yeah. Like, it may be eye candy, but then you're going to want to do it then eventually. you're going to want to do it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that's awesome. That's really, really cool. So a uh, quick question about whenever you create a YouTube video, what what is your what's your setup like, you know, kind of going into the content creation and and what we do at Let's Game and, you know, all, the majority of our listeners is video game based. So, you know, you typically think webcam controller, you know, console if you have one, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and that's just about it, you know? So I'm, I'm sure that your videos, they have a little bit more uh, complexity to them, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, what does your typical YouTube setup look like? How do you film your videos, you know? How does that how does that kind of work? Yeah, so when I used to do the read-alouds, mm-hmm. um, and if I get contacted by a publisher, I can still do those read-alouds, as long as I have permission from the publisher, which mm-hmm. I do have a couple books um, mm-hmm. that I'm getting ready to post that I do have permission oh, to do. Awesome. So I haven't completely given up the whole yeah. read-aloud sort of uh, demographic. I'm just doing less of it. Um, but right now, uh, with the science videos, it's a completely different setup than the read-alouds. With the mm-hmm. read-alouds, I wanted to make sure the students were able to see all the pictures. There wasn't a lot of flashy stuff happening, so it was just a white background. I had a tripod with the camera pointing down so you could see my hands. I could point to the mm-hmm. letters as I was reading them. Um, with the science videos though, it's sort of taken a different turn completely because mm-hmm. now I have to worry about the lighting of the video. Yeah. Um, yeah. The table in which I do it. A lot of the the shots I need can't be seen or seen from a good angle from the tripod that would be f- above me facing down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a sort of filming style that I sort of like, mm-hmm. um, and I've gotten a lot of feedback from that I'm currently doing and plan on doing for the rest of my future uh, science experiment videos. Um, and it's angled way, way down, completely yeah. down. Yeah. So half of the 
half of the recording is the uh, of the table and the materials, uh-huh. yeah. and the other half is me. But I have to push myself down towards <laughs> yeah. the table and have to angle my head. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was really awkward doing that. Yeah. Uh, but the sort of feedback I got from that was because I'm so close to the table, mm-hmm. I feel or people watching it feel as though like I'm talking specifically to them yeah. and I'm a very handsy type of talk yeah, down to sure. their level. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly. So like I point to the camera a lot and because the camera's angled down so low, when I point to the camera, it's like I'm reaching towards Takes them. me back to bedtime whenever my mom would, you know, read to me or, you know, sit on the couch and my mom or dad would read to me. It kind of... Yeah, yeah, very intimate. Makes me feel safe. It feels, yeah, yeah very personal. <laughs> That's um, awesome. So I was going to ask about your background because those watching the podcast on YouTube will notice... Sadly, we've removed our wall of games. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We're looking for a different background. We don't mm-hmm. know what, but we weren't quite satisfied with the wall of games. Yeah. But it sounds like most of your action is in the foreground, and the background is just mm-hmm. the the floor or wall that happens to be behind you. Exactly. And then just some sort of lighting. Like, you guys have sure. a perfect sort of setup right here to match the sort of yeah. color scheme I'm going for, which is really like 80s retro Mm -hmm. uh bright neon colors sort of vibe yeah we were surfing uh probably about 15 minutes before you got here i was kind of setting the lights and i leaned over to skyline i was like what what color is his logo (laughs) it's like we need to do something kind of fun Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so yeah that's that's the reason why we chose these colors this time um so your wife is a photographer yes right so she had a lot of this equipment already which is you know i'm sure nice yeah do you typically do you shoot on your phone or do you how do you typically shoot so it's funny you should mention that my wife is her camera (laughs) funny you should mention that Uh, when i first started the videos of course my wife has got a crazy expensive camera i had no idea how expensive these things could get so i was always shooting with her camera Mm -hmm. the problem with that was that she always needed like she always needed to be there to operate it yeah with all the buttons and all yeah. the i knew nothing about like I, do you know it's a 70d isn't it does that mean i, anything? Could, I uh, yeah that means nothing to i know me. i think i know it's a canon that's like one Just of the top tiers. Yeah. i'm so happy to have someone else in the room who's not a, a tech guy because they'll be guy. you are a tech guy you shut your mouth <laughs> they'll be in the office talking and they're like oh i got a new microphone today and the other one's like oh did you get the x7007 and i'm like what does that mean and Actually, the other one knows called, what it means this so is like, yeah, no, like a code 7b and i just did a video see, on it see See what I'm talking about? Was it an unboxing video? No, no. it was a oh. video. Where <laughs> missed opportunities. Every, every, every one of these one. mics, except, <laughs> except for this for one, one, except for this one, made it into the video. Wow. Wow. Because <laughs> this wow. one's comparable to that one. That's the only reason I didn't make it. So anyway, sorry. Keep going. Keep no, no, going. no. You're fine. I love talking about mics. This one, I don't want to touch it though. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my wife needed to be there to operate the camera for me. Um, and that lasted maybe a couple videos. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that I was solely reliant on her schedule to be able to create yeah. my content. So yeah. like you guys are all very aware when you're first starting uh, that schedule. So pumping out uh, content consistently is extremely important. If you're mm-hmm. inconsistent, new subscribers are just going to be like, whatever, I'm out. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop watching your stuff. They may still stay subscribed, but they're just going to stop watching the stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew I had to do something on my own. So I bought this sort of arm mechanism that just hooked on the end of a table and would hold my iPhone. Mm-hmm. And that lasted um, maybe a few more videos. So got me mm-hmm. a little, so progressing slowly. Now I'm doing things by myself and not mm-hmm. relying on someone else's camera. Um, and then I ran into an issue with audio mm. and my audio from the iPhone just wasn't up to par with yeah. how I felt yeah. it should have been at that point. It's funny, mm-hmm. both Noah and I go, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, we get it. Yeah, yeah I get it. <laughs> audio is very 
Yes, it is. <laughs> um, so I ended up buying a uh, camera M50. Yeah. A camera M50. I'm not familiar. No, no, with no, that brand. no, no. A Canon M50. Oh, a oh, Canon okay. M50. I think he said a camera. I, oh, I probably did. I probably did. That just goes to show how much I know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a Canon M50. Nice. Yeah. So it comes with uh, mm-hmm. the mic on it, and that's yeah. what I currently use. Mm-hmm. And I've had awesome, or I produced awesome videos with it. Um, so I'm loving that, and I'm sticking there right now. Um, nice. Especially now that I'm niche jumping and having to restart, I've mm-hmm. got all my subscribers. So that's yep. how that yeah. ended up happening. I kept all my subscribers. It's just my content is very, it's very minimal now. Mm-hmm. So I'm slowly having to get used to that schedule again, pumping course, out content yeah. consistently. Um, and another thing I'm doing also with this new r- sort of rebranding is um, I'm also posting my lessons there. So because teachers oh, already follow me, yeah, um, I just post my lessons now. So yeah, and then the goal is into the future. I'm not sure if you guys know. I'm sure you guys are well aware. Teachers put a ton of effort into their work. Mm, of course. And when I was thinking about it, I was like, I don't want to have to put a ton of effort into work every single year for the same lesson plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I figured I would record it. And then when I wanted to do it again, I could make simple modifications to the video and then just play the video again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so far it's worked That's out. Awesome. Yeah. It's worked and out it, awesome. That's very cool. It's absolutely worked out. Your channel, as I'm aware, is very popular. Yeah. We're talking thousands of subscribers. Yeah. Yeah. Correct? That's dope. So, mm-hmm. I was wondering if you had any insight. First off, I know everyone who's listening who is a content creator of some kind can relate to just about everything you said from <laughs> yeah. having to pivot to rebranding and yeah. figuring out your setup. I wanted to ask as far as marketing yourself and some if you had any tips to growing your channel. That is how not, did you get it? That is not only a question for our audience, but that's actually something I want to know personally. <laughs> for branding, if there's for, getting for, out yeah. there. If there's anyone out there who wants to grow a podcast <laughs> mm-hmm. or get more viewers, YouTube yeah. channel, more subscribers. Uh, or some what uh, in all serious, what was the marketing plan and did your marketing pay- plan pivot as you grew? Ooh, that is a tough one. So primarily when I first started, knew absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish I would have started earlier. I wish I would have known how this worked when I was in high school, when YouTube was fresh and new and content creators were very minimal. Now Mm -hmm. you have to fight tooth and nail to make a space for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, So I needed, I knew that content alone wasn't just going to get me there. It Mm -hmm. was other things were occurring behind the scenes that I was not aware of. So that was my first goal when I started up the channel. I'm like, okay, I'm putting all these effort into the videos, but I'm only getting a couple of views. What, what is going on? Um, and then I learned about SEO. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. there's free sort of things you can use for that. And the importance of keywords yeah. is ridiculous on Key. YouTube. <laughs> um, so the application I use currently will, I can type in a keyword, I can see how many people are searching it a month. Mm-hmm. It'll give me a little scale, whether or not it's worth my time, whether or not it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I post the video, um, it'll give me recommendations, making mm-hmm. sure my, like if my thumbnail that I make on another application, once I import it, if it's not up to par of quality, this application will tell me. They'll mm. say this is trash. Wow. Like you need to redo it. Is like, this you need a trade quality. secret name, or are you are you? Do you want to let us know what? No, that's no, no, no. <laughs> I can tell you guys. I didn't know how it worked with like um, copyright or no. like by oh, name. No. As as far as far as it's concerned, everything that is one thing that's nice about I guess the industry that we're in specifically 
is the only trouble you know you talked about like books and copyright and stuff yeah. the only trouble we can get into is music yeah it's just yeah, pretty it's much, oh really. okay cool yeah. you guys make your music. own music i see a lot of songs <laughs> yeah, <I was> gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> i'm yeah. actually a budding freestyle rap artist he's not he's mm. not don't get him started oh, yeah. spit yes. a freestyle for us Thank you for asking. I've spit more bars on here. No, than I'm not. I specifically have sworn off freestyling on the podcast because I genuinely believe Grayson might fire me. Mm. So, and he doesn't want the mic to like burst into flames. <laughs> I did. Fire <laughs> right, right, Yeah, that's right, my mic. Already careful. Oh my gosh. We've got the the grapefruit <laughs> seltzer. Mm-hmm. So, so anyways, what, what's this? Uh, what's the system you use? So I use. Um, I started off using VidIQ. Okay. okay. Which yep. is cool. Familiar with that. Um, and then now I switched over to TubeBuddy. Okay. Now, hmm. TubeBuddy has different sort of subscriptions. Like you can use the free version, which is absolutely fine. Um, and then you can pay a little bit more to get some more features. And then you mm-hmm. can pay a little bit more to get some more features. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, so, okay. do, so for anyone out there who's wanting to sort of do anything or start some content or start a YouTube channel, whatever, Twitch, um, always start with the free version. Yeah. That would be the first yes. thing I'd recommend to anyone. Don't jump the gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was one of my biggest things I wanted to remember when I first started this mm-hmm. is I did not want to have to spend buku bucks mm-hmm. when I was first making YouTube videos. Yeah. 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 Um, I watched a ton of YouTube videos uh, prior to starting my YouTube channel of people telling, like just explaining things they wish they would have known prior to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of them specifically, oh, I wish I could remember this guy's name. If I do remember, I'll say it. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's a YouTuber, but he said that if you're a content creator, you need to saturate the market with your content, regardless if it's good or bad. Your yep. first hundred videos are going to be suck. trash, mm-hmm. and you need to get that trash out there. You know, it's so funny. We literally we we uh, we watched a video done by PewDiePie, mm-hmm. um, famous you know gamer and YouTuber yeah. and stuff, and he said the exact same thing. Exact same thing. Exact yeah. same thing. Yep. Just get it out there. Mm-hmm. Get it out there and make a goal to make baby steps, man. Yeah. yeah baby steps. Don't try to spend like. 24 or not 24 hours but like a week editing one video and it's your first video yeah because you just got one footprint mm-hmm. in a giant ocean of mm-hmm. other creators who are posting out yeah. stuff daily like You're I, seven days behind now yeah 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 You're right exactly mm-hmm. so just start pumping out videos whatever for the listeners uh just get your content out there mm-hmm. i like the shotgun approach mm-hmm. um when i did my read alouds i knew so i picked my niche which mm-hmm. was read alouds education and within that niche are other niches. So then you have your fantasy, you mm-hmm. have your mm-hmm. chapter books, you have yeah. all these other different ones. Well, I used a shotgun approach. I read all of those books. So I would read a couple books in each different category, mm-hmm. yeah. hoping that that would generate more views. And for me, it worked. I love that. I started the YouTube channel. Um, so I started it, posted a couple videos once a week, got busy in life like anything yeah. else. Mm-hmm. Yeah died out posting my content for probably six months six months six months and 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 what really made me start it up again was i didn't think anyone was watching it like i was barely getting views Mm -hmm. i was maybe getting like 100 views a video i had like maybe 16 videos out and one of my students came up to me and was like hey when are you going to post a video and i'm Mm -hmm. like this kid is watching my stuff and his parents told me that like he would fall to sleep like or he would fall to sleep watching my wow no way watching my video that so i was like you want to cry that's amazing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. that was like a very heartwarming yeah. moment yeah. so that's amazing. That's great wow. um so i'll never forget that <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly so hopefully i get rich one day and i'll say you know what this kid <laughs> yeah. shout out shout out to this kid so so let's let's say we're into into another question um so i don't know if we kind of went over this already uh what do you do for a living 
So I'm a youth program site coordinator. Well, well, well with COVID, that is yeah. right. raises some questions in itself. But just to summarize mm-hmm. it, I run youth programs um, at an elementary school. Okay. So currently, that's just after school and the summer school program. So I'm a coordinator. I have youth workers that work for me. Uh, there's teachers that work for me as well. And I just make sure everything goes real smooth. Mm-hmm. Talk with parents, handle that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then currently, uh, I am finishing up student teaching. Um, which is amazing. I have an amazing co-teacher um, who is an ex-administrator. Mm-hmm. So that's the goal is to go into administration. I'm always want to. Okay. I always want to be on that upward climb. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. In my career, so I want to. But I know I want to teach. I want to teach. Yeah. I want to get my feet wet. It's new to me. Mm-hmm. I've never taught before. Um, so yeah, that is the. That's the current goal. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that's really that cool. So much and. Clearly, you're doing a great job because you got kids coming up to yeah. you talking about how much they love your videos. Yeah, mm-hmm. talking about my books, right, man. So. I'll give them shout outs. There you go. Oh, so, so would dope. you say that COVID 2020, has that helped or has that hurt your content creation time and your your ability to not only pump out content, but to put out consistent quality? You know, how, how, is, how has COVID in 2020 affected that? Yeah, so with COVID or with COVID came... Um, almost a hundred percent virtual learning across mm-hmm. the across the country yeah. and and other locations as well. Um, and I there are pros and cons to it. Mm-hmm. One of the first things was all of these people are new to virtual learning and they find my YouTube channel where I do a ton of readouts. Mm-hmm. And I was having constant emails from people asking if they could insert my read alouds into their curriculum oh, um no if they way. could yeah 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 yeah. so i get huge huge spikes in views wow that's out awesome. of nowhere so at first covid absolutely helped it um and then once everyone realized that sorry <laughs> once everyone realized that um covid was here to stay yeah then everyone wanted to start creating their own content mm-hmm. um and then that's where the copyright issues came into play so when i made my uh, read aloud YouTube videos. I was giving credit to the publishers, giving credit to the authors. Of yeah, um, you did everything right. Yeah, 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 exactly. So doing what I needed to do, and then all of a sudden you have a huge wave of educators who are then creating YouTube channels and reading read alouds, not giving credit to the authors. Yeah. Um, and eventually, are the authors and publishers, and I think eventually they just got sick of it, and they were like, you know what? Since everyone's in on this YouTube game. I'm going to take back all the permissions I gave yeah. and now I'm going to make my own YouTube channel. Exactly. Like somebody forwarded me a Dr. Seuss video mm-hmm. and I had a Dr. Seuss book on my YouTube channel, but uh-huh. now the publishing companies and the companies that own the rights to these books and whatnot, they are hiring their own content creators. Mm. Um, so there's a gentleman and he, he, he wraps these books. He's excellent. He's an oh, excellent yeah. storyteller. Yeah. Very he cool. like wraps the books and he has yeah. a whole setup with a bookshelf. I'm jealous. Sure. So <laughs> yeah, jealous. Yeah, yeah. If a publishing company is listening, <laughs> shout out. Jo- Maybe Joseph I'm available. Let's rap. Mm-hmm. Let's, Joseph, let's yeah, do yeah, a exactly. collaboration. I'll learn to rap. Freestyle rap and then the books. There we go. <laughs> do a little... I like it. I like it. I love it. That's awesome. Um, okay. So certainly wrapping up the content creation, unless you guys had anything else I wanted to move on to video games and mm-hmm. how they have kind of a hopefully eventually a symbiotic relationship mm-hmm. with I had one question yeah go ahead it's a personal question yes personally for me um, how much do I need to pay you 
for you to read me all the Harry Potter books. Just for me. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'll do it for free. Oh. <laughs> do it for free. Our tokens yes. extra is yeah. free, like the standard plan, and then yeah. like a token, and a kiss on the forehead, good night, is like Warm the gold premium. There we go. That's a business right there. there you, you know, go. Oh my gosh. Who, who wants to buy equity in my company? I would. Right? Yes. yes. <laughs> Travel to your read-alouds. There we go. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love that. Oh man. Um so to so to summarize our content creation section, uh start now. Don't start later for any prospective content creators that are thinking about it. When you do start, don't stress. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Your first fifty to hundred videos are gonna be not as great as you would like for them to be. And finally, SEO, SEO, SEO. Search engine optimization for those who are unfamiliar with the term that's putting keywords mm-hmm. into your titles and descriptions yep. and such Absolutely. so that when people google harry potter read aloud kiss on the forehead good night mm-hmm. joseph's face pops that's up. right <laughs> beautiful <laughs> okay so so let's shift gears into the marriage between education and video games mm-hmm. as an educator do you see video games? Video games is an unstoppable force. Absolutely. It's, it's not stopping and there's nothing you can do to stop it, in my opinion. So how do you see education molding and adopting the video game industry into the uh, scholastic system? Especially with STEM. Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. For sure. Um, video games in particular. So I just want to clear clear any any thoughts people might have about teachers we do play video games we do play video, we love video what? games we play it what what's happening we may not disclose what games we play to our students but we do play video games world of warcraft. <laughs> yeah world of war world of warcraft all that fun stuff um so the merger between the two i think that it's bound to happen it's inevitable like yes. it's already here there's a lot of educational applications mm. out there i think the biggest struggle right now that I see or that I can point out is that students are already exposed to so many free-to-play games that the educational games cannot compete with these other games. Mm. Um, But what I can say is that I have seen these educational games step up their game a lot, Mm. a lot, a lot. So I think eventually they're going to be almost equal. Oh, yes, Minecraft, Edge education edition i actually have heard of this um so minecraft i'm on top of this roblox (laughs) Mm -hmm. Roblox. my students have introduced me to the world of roblox (laughs) this week they they teach me how to play um and i think that in itself Mm -hmm. is what the future is Mm -hmm. yeah students get the opportunity to teach educators about what they know something about Mm -hmm. um and you get to make those connections form those bonds with the students um about essentially non-academic things. So you can hold a conversation mm-hmm. with a student yeah. about something non-academic and yeah. that in itself would lead to a better educational experience for those students. Of yeah. course. That's um, beautiful. Yeah. On its yeah that's I awesome. Did, yeah, did, did you like that? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But like Minecraft specific, I didn't even know they, oh, well, I knew they had an educational one, but Minecraft and Roblox specifically because it's in like a three-dimensional eight-bit style yeah you could do so much with that that's why geometry polygons week. all kinds of shapes yeah that's what you play every week i play it every week oh that's every your guilty Thursday. pleasure yeah 
on stream. That's what I. That's what I've been oh, playing. Oh, yeah. see Minecraft. Yeah, I've never played. Grayson has tried to. Get, yeah, coax me over to the Minecraft <laughs> side <laughs> once. Yeah, yeah. I need to get into it because I think I would really like it if I actually sat down <laughs> and played the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, Roblox. I can confirm that. I don't know Roblox. If you guys are listening out there, the developers out there, I was sharing my screen with my students on Zoom and Roblox crashed my iPad. <laughs> my iPad Pro, I have never heard it cry or make mechanical oh, no noises. Way. Legitimately, it's vibrating. I didn't know an no iPad way. Pro could vibrate. Grinding, this gr- terrible grinding noise. Um, so I don't know what Roblox has up their sleeves or what they're pumping out, oh but it's gosh. some heavy that, stuff. That's hilarious. That's very funny. That's yeah. hilarious. And, and- for those who are unfamiliar with Roblox, somehow Dude, every we're not gamer talking knows about Roblox. we're not talking about Cyberpunk three, right? Witcher <laughs> three style yeah, graphics. Yeah, we're talking. Of I have every. I don't even know different Minecraft. So, Joseph, what uh, currently? What games are you playing? Currently, what games am I playing? Yeah, currently if, a lot of free to play games. So, course. navigating mm-hmm. through the my educational journey obviously takes up a lot of money, takes up yeah. a lot of time. So when I am playing games, it's a lot of free to play games that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Currently mm-hmm. playing Spellbreak. Yeah, Spell you, you and I, we we yeah. had a we had a fun evening a couple mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago where you were showing me that game. Yep, That's playing fun. some Spellbreak. I know it's new. They're coming out yeah. now. All these different games. All, well, a lot of free to play games. They have seasons now. Mm-hmm. Very Is interesting. That the, the battle royale with. Yes. Spells with absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. For those listening, elves. if you guys are not fans of Fortnite, but you like wizards and stuff like that it's and, a fantasy Fortnite. some action yeah exactly yeah, fantasy, fantasy Fortnite. Fortnite. it's like that's and i also dope. play a lot of smite mm. oh smite, okay. battleground of the gods that's awesome. so i play that um mm. and that's sort of an educational game in itself i don't know how many times i've referenced that game mm. so you pretty much have over a hundred playable gods okay across all of these different cultures Wow. All these different cultures and um, the lore behind them is accurate. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. The abilities that, they yes. have is accurate. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. It's so dope. So, yeah. I've never played Smite. Mm-hmm. Oh, I used I, to play it all I so just good. downloaded a free to play so game Valorant, which is very, very, mm-hmm. very popular. Yes. Um, I just got that. I'm so bad at it. <laughs> That's so, okay. So that, bad. I'll play with you. There I'll you play go. with you. So bad. It's it's like a, it's like a, what what. CSGO. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Counter-Strike. Yeah. What are you What are you playing on? So I play on Xbox One. Oh. But then I also do some mobile yeah. games as well. Cool. If yeah. I have free time, I'll mm-hmm. play um, Marvel Strike Force. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Play some Marvel Strike Force. That's also a free-to-play game. Of course, mm-hmm. you could dish out some cash for it, but yeah. why would you do why that? Why when you, you can just you can get it yeah. in the game exactly. naturally. Just take your time, put in a little effort persevere through any difficulties you might have stay consistent daily rewards you know you i go. think you need to have a good conversation with my little brother about that <laughs> <laughs> he will spend money on the games mm-hmm. yep. yes well like when i was younger of course like pumping out a ton of money into games mm-hmm. and that's why i'm like sort of going on the free to play yeah um route right now yeah I-, I think the last game i actually purchased pre-ordered was evolve mm, okay yeah, evolve. yeah, yeah. Is that is that what pushed you to not buy as many games <laughs> i actually really like involve and that may be an unpopular opinion unpopular opinion now there are a lot of criticisms i have about it mm-hmm. yeah but it's a good game it's a good I game i played it oh i, yeah, I just oh, know the okay. stigma yeah i just yeah. know the stigma i worked mm-hmm. at gamestop when that came out so. oh yeah 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 i saw it in game informer it was beautiful yeah okay. yes i like, still have that copy mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. so awesome. do i i think the e3 leading up yeah. to it it was huge they had that giant monstrous yeah. like 30 foot uh, a model of the Goliath. Yeah. No, is that and then is it, Evolve the predecessor to Ark? 
Or did it come out after Ark? Or is it the same game? <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same Evolution, game. Evol- Evolve Ark is not? Ark is, Ark is its own game. Yeah, it's its own thing. It is. The official title of Ark is what? Ark Evolve. Ark I saw something it. Survival Evolution. I don't know. Ark Survival Evolve. Guess okay. who's binging it? Yeah, you go I ahead just, and bing that. Joseph, I, I actually it. have another question while they're figuring that yeah. out. Yeah. Ark Survival Evolve. We grew up. See, at that's least where I, I made did. the connection. Hey, it's, hey gentlemen, yeah. please. Uh at least I did. I grew up without a school-assigned laptop. Oh, yeah, for and sure. And nowadays, all the kids have them. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, as far as I'm aware, my mother's a teacher as well. It's a very important educational tool mm-hmm. in a lot of scholastic programs. Do you see, and I'm just curious about this, do you have in place uh, blockers? Are these kids gaming on the PCs is what I want to get to. Like, is there an issue where... You're trying to teach and some kids on Roblox, like Absolutely. You really? Absolutely. I expected that. Yeah. Um, so especially with COVID, a lot of schools are not one to one, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and just for funding reasons and whatever the case may be, one to one just means that like every student has some sort of technology device, iPad, yes. computer, whatever the case may yeah. be. Okay. Um, and now with COVID, that's sort of like common. Like it's like standard. Mm-hmm. Like every student is one to one now. Um I did a whole project about that in college. Did you? Mm-hmm. One-to-one. And what did it say? What did you conclude? What was the hypothesis? Uh, well, it was... I did the project so that we could bring it to the college I was going to. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it was part of one of my last class... How dare you? One of my last <laughs> classes. Um, and overall, it, it was going to be... Ow, ow. That's, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just, yeah. That dog? Thank uh, you. Ow, ow. Pudgy. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um overall it's a great idea um but with great power comes great responsibility Mm -hmm. is ultimately what we concluded and they they did not go they did not bring it to the school Mm -hmm. okay so yeah our uh so noah and i went to the same high school um i graduated in 15 he graduated in 16 and when i was just leaving my senior year they had just made it Mm -hmm. a requirement to have an ipad or a macbook and the school, I remember they had like a cart that they would wheel around that had like 30 iPads in it or something um, that if you didn't have an iPad, they'd let you use that if your class needed it that mm-hmm. day. Yeah. So it was it was just starting when we left high school and that was 2015, 2016. So. Interesting. So kids are, are using the laptops to play games. Absolutely. Absolutely. Is that and, a big problem? Um, or do, do, let me see, let me ask it this way. Do administrators see that as a problem? Yes. So one of the complications with video games being played by students on school um, laptops and things like that is a lot of the times hotspots are given out with those things. Yeah. Um, So normally, like if you don't have a computer at home, you're given one. You're also given a hotspot as well. And those hotspots have certain amounts of minutes. Yeah. So educational minutes. Um, And within the first week, a lot of those hotspots are burned out or out of minutes because after Zooms, after classes, we got Roblox. We got all kinds of stuff um, going on. Um, Four hours of education, four hours of video games. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's just really interesting. That's a factor that I hadn't considered. I never thought about Like the attention thing, but actually using school resources hurts the schools when it's not for the intended use. That's mm-hmm. really interesting. Absolutely. So so follow-up question. I expect, this is a personal prediction on my part, I'm curious about your thoughts. I see education using virtual reality in a really interesting way in the future. 
do you see that as a, a possible issue? Do you see it as a possibility? I'm personally of maybe a kind of you mean like virtual question. classrooms? I mean virtual classrooms, virtual field trips to Mars. I think the yeah. possibilities are endless, but I wanted to Drive get your thoughts. Drive the Mars rover yeah. Tuesday at two thirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, what kind of virtual reality are we talking? Like, are we talking like Ready Player One? Like, that's how you imagine it. Like, we have pods and they get into pods. That's and the only way to think about it. <laughs> <that. Yeah. laughs> I thought have it was that? like I thought we were talking like iPhone in a cardboard box. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> like the, little... the good stuff. Whoa. That's the budget. That's the that's the starter <laughs> that is, pack. Yeah. Right. That's, that's the teacher salary yeah. affordable mm-hmm. option. Absolutely. <laughs> DIY, duct right. tape and all. Uh, yeah, so I I guess if the technology gets there, why not do mm-hmm. Ready Player One style immersive experience, but more so uh, like are VR these kids kind of thing? Yeah, they're specifically looking around the Amazon rainforest maybe. Mm-hmm. I know a lot yeah. of uh, even you're talking about STEM and such, if schools can't afford a lot of science experiments, I'm sure you could put them in front of a virtual lab and you can go and grab, let's see what happens when we mix potentially dangerous things Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't be able to do in real life. For Let's sure. see what happens when we mix the gunpowder. I'm gonna have to mute this part of the um this part of the podcast because I think we just started business. I think <laughs> we just did. You scared me. I just was like, a really don't mute it. Just a really long beep. Mm-hmm. Joseph, I wanted to ask you. <laughs> you scared me. I thought I said something. So yeah, I'm I sorry, Scott. I continue. Like, uh, that, that was just something I wanted to get your thoughts on. Yeah, so the virtual reality. See, that in the future for yeah education. so absolutely absolutely i think the beginner steps have already begun there is an amazing app called mm-hmm. jig space okay and you can download simulations on this ipad phone whatever the case may be uh you download simulations whether you want like a model of the core of the earth you want mm. um that's cool a coral reef um there's the anatomy of a heart there's a dissection of a frog one when i was navigating the app itself oh, yeah. um and so you hold your so like you you start up the simulation you pull your camera back. You place it in uh, real it's augmented space. Reality. Exactly. That's so yeah. great. Um, you showed it off during the Apple event. Yeah, that's I was very like, cool. That sounds so familiar. Yep. Yeah. Yep. This is so cool. Absolutely. And then I think the sort of virtual reality that you're addressing, like mm-hmm. being able to, so to speak, pull things out of the like hypothetically, just like pulling things out and like performing experiments in front of you, like in like in real time, without really with the use of less technology, I think that it's just a couple technological advances away from getting yeah. to that point. Absolutely. So what, Noah, uh, what is the latest uh, VR headset that just came out? The 299 one, the really, really... Quest. Quest, Quest. Quest. Yeah, Quest 2. Yeah, yeah, Quest, yeah. Quest 2. 2. So I the almost Quest bought one two, the other day. I believe um, it's 399 I have only ever used it um, for Beat Saber and Virtual <laughs> Cooking Mama, <laughs> but, I cooking mama. <laughs> <laughs> but I do see, like, I'm sure that there are people working on these kinds oh, of things sure. yeah i it's really cool how far tech has already come and the quest went from being a thousand dollars to four hundred dollars in one generation yeah mm. that's that's the core of my you hit the mm-hmm. core of my question there is we're seeing video games and education mm-hmm. play off of each other where video games make these technologies and there's a huge market for virtual reality games mm-hmm. and education is looking at that and saying we can do better we can use that resource in a very effective educational manner Mm -hmm. and i just think i'm a kind of a nerd about that i think that's great i do like the idea of (laughs) we talked about uh kids you having their laptops as a distraction in the classroom i like 
the idea I had a mental image of everyone with VR headsets on and they're doing STEM <laughs> and then one kid has his headset on and he's playing Beat Saber and he's just like mm-hmm. swiping yeah. away and, 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 <laughs> yeah. while everyone else is doing an experiment. That would be comical uh, from an outside What was the math game view. on the DS? Oh, Brain I, Academy? Big oh, Brain, Brain Academy? Academy. Brain. Oh. I kind of remember that. I never had a DS. I would... <gasps> I was like generations behind. Can we just like when, give him one? When people had a DS, yeah, we got two I had a Game right Boy. <laughs> I was still getting through Pokemon Red when oh, okay. people had DSs. Oh, that's mad what respect I for that. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh. So uh, let me just say, uh, Joseph, you're a great interview. You Thank take you. a lot of pressure off of us, which is really great. You're a really great interview. Just yeah, wanted I, can, to give I have you, enough give time you props to actually look stuff up. Yeah, just <laughs> wanted to give you props for that. Um, so we're running on about 45 minutes um, mm-hmm. right now, which is typically around the time where we call quits, but you know we can keep going just for a little while longer. Sure. So what does the future look like for King of the Classroom? Oh my goodness, what does the future look like? So I, first off, I just need to get my video, the amount of videos I have posted, just need to get back up to where I, I was. So right now it's playing a catch-up game. Of mm-hmm. course, with YouTube, um, I didn't do it for the money. Absolutely yeah. not. I did it for the educational purposes. The money yeah. was just an extra perk. Yeah. Um, with so like anything we uh with virtual train or virtual train with virtual learning specifically um we send out packages to students to let them know that they're still appreciated we're still here physically we're we're just in a different location but you're still appreciated so if students are doing good they get a package sent home to them we put it in the mail um and one of the hardest things with being a teacher is you're expected to buy everything Everything. Mm -hmm. every single little thing is the, like the responsibility of the teacher. Um, and that's just the way it is. Some people get stipends. Sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. So overall, the more money you're bringing in as an individual, the better your classroom is going to be. That's the way I view it. Okay. Um, if yeah. teaching is your passion, you're going to funnel that money right back into your students. Cause that's what it's all yeah, about. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so with YouTube, it was bringing in a fair amount of money, mm-hmm. um, off of the read alouds. Um, and now that money has, significantly lessened mm-hmm. um so i'm not able to purchase book for books for my students as much as i would like to do um so that's my main priority is getting it back yeah. up there to the way it used to be so that i can create some income to support my classroom mm-hmm. um because it goes a long way especially when mm-hmm. you're working like a title one school or something yeah. of that nature um a lot of these students they don't have stuff of course yeah. at home they don't like mm-hmm. i learned this um when i was in school but the average household should have around 200 children's books. I have students who have Goodness. zero, zero, wow. absolutely wow. no, like wow. the thought of someone having no books at home is scary. Yeah. Absolutely scary because a student's academic performance, especially in the early ages, is directly linked to the amount of words they're hearing per day. Wow. Um, so if they're not reading, if they're not being read to, mm-hmm. um, if they're not being introduced to literature, new forms of things, rhyme puzzles, things of that nature at an early age, it's harder to learn later on in life. Um, mm-hmm. So one of the main ways we can battle that challenge is by making sure students have books, obviously. Yeah. So that's, and it's always nice to get a gift from your teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. A gift from your teacher, just to let you know you're appreciated, you're cared about. Cause a lot of students need that as well. They just need yeah. that affirmation. Like, hey, someone cares about me. Like yeah. my home life, May not be as good as everyone else's, but hey, my teacher like really cares wow. about me, really cares about wow. my journey. So you see them just about every day. Oh, so. yeah. absolutely. How many times did I call my teacher mom? <laughs> hey, mom. I can attest. <laughs> I can attest 
too many times. <laughs> Joseph, have you gotten a dad yet in your teaching career? I uh, have not gotten dad. Like, what I'm? Did you get mom? <laughs> <laughs> mm, I didn't get mom either. My cooperating teacher. Something new that the students are doing is they are calling me Mister her last name. Oh, um, okay. So and then they automatically <laughs> correct themselves. I'm not sure why it started. Interesting. Um, so, but learning my name, my last name is Polito. Mm-hmm. So that's just an interesting name. It's fun to say by itself. Polito. And I've worked with a lot of the students. Polito. For a long <laughs> for a long time, and everyone called me Mr. Joseph. Mm. Mm, so okay. that was sort of the I I wanted them to call me Mr. Joseph. I was not a teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, it especially when I first started off, I was younger. Like I don't want to be yeah, called sure. Mr. Polito. I'm not right. some old man. Um, <laughs> yeah, please, so like, that's my father. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's my father. Uh, but now that I'm becoming a teacher and an official educator, even though I've been in the educational field for many, 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 many years, it's never been like really official. Um, So now as I'm making this transition, I want it to be more official. So getting the students to call me Mr. Polito is hard in itself, Mm. but then now it's Mr. Her last name, which is very interesting, (laughs) but I never gotten any moms or anything like that. That's awesome. That's really fun. uh, Anything else, gentlemen? (laughs) I got one last question for you. Yes. Yes. Favorite video game character. Oh my Mm. goodness. Mm. Favorite video game character? Ten. Oh, I would say Big Daddy from Bioshock. Oh yes, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, I, I like it. Much. All right. Yeah. I so I've I, my one of my favorite video games of all time is Bioshock Three. Yes. Oh. Love Bioshock Three. Mm-hmm. Um, I played that before I played one and two. Did you really? Yeah. So I played three first, and then I went back to play one and two. And mm-hmm. I'm like playing it, and I'm like, oh, is it 2011 when Bioshock Three came out? So at this time, I'm 14 years old. I'm playing it. And I'm like. This is pretty scary. This yeah. is not anything like Bioshock Three. Apparently, they're doing a fourth, which is Ooh, yeah, kind of exciting. Cool. A different yep. developer, but mm-hmm. still, I believe through two K. Yeah, so pretty exciting. So uh, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. Um, uh, Joseph, I'm going to give you the chance to yeah. do some of your plugs first. Yeah. Where yeah. are you? Yeah, where can that. we find you on YouTube? Are you on uh, as King of the Classroom? Are you on other sites? Yeah, so I'm on King of the Classroom across the board. I have a Facebook page. Go follow that. Uh, obviously, YouTube, King of the Classroom. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to do this whole TikTok thing, but I'm an old man. <laughs> so if you decide to follow me on TikTok, bear with me. Sure. Comment. Let me know what you guys want to see. I have no idea. I can't I can't dance, so don't ask me to dance. <laughs> I can't. Same as YouTube, Joseph. The yeah. first 50 are going to suck. Oh, <laughs> yeah. For sure. Then I'm going to start crumping. I'm going to bring it go. back. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, Joseph, we're huge fans of your work. Thank you so much for mm-hmm. being here. As for Lit's Game, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, uh we have a podcast we have a website in which you can find all of our content and exclusive content including uh written blogs articles video game reviews etc any other plugs gentlemen Am I forgetting anything? Sometimes mm-hmm. I forget something. Mm-hmm. Uh, sub, okay. uh, sub on Twitch. I'll put your name on the wall. With yes. Yes, do that. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. Makes me feel good. I was like... <laughs>